0: All right, this is The John Smith Show. You may be watching us on Say What You Will Radio YouTube channel. You may be listening to us on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. You Uh, you may be listening to us on GoodTalkRadio.com. We are simulcast every day, uh, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. on GoodTalkRadio.com, and that's mountain time. Uh, And you may be watching us live Tonight is our debut. We are live on Cutting Edge TV on the Roku channel. Uh, The link, uh, the code, if you want to find the channel on Roku, you can either search Cutting Edge TV or you can use uh, the code QLM5JV5. All right, this is The John Smith Show. If you want to be a caller, the number is 602-475-2000. Or, of course, you can use the live chat. Either way, I don't care. I'm just happy you're here. So a couple news stories we're going to talk about tonight. Apparently, there's a big protest that's breaking out over on uh, Staten Island at the bar. The bar was forced to uh, shut down for the lockdown, and uh, people are getting fed up. So I'll get into that story. How about Chris Collinsworth? He stepped in it and didn't even realize it. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Uh, he's the Thursday night NFL play by play guy or whatever the commentator, whatever his role is. He stepped in it and, uh, he thought he was given a compliment. Yeah, I'll get, uh, we'll get into the details there. AOC, this idiot. She's the big socialist and she's out selling t-shirts for $58 a piece. I'll tell you all about those. Uh, Chuck Schumer, he endorses Biden's plan to force public schools to allow girls, or guys who think they're girls, into the female restrooms. Man, these people are creepy on the left, I'll tell you what. Uh, Let's see. 100 days of masks. That's going to be Joe Biden's first act as president, he's going to expect everybody wear their mask for the first 100 days. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And we got additional stories. If I get to them, we'll see about that. But uh, anyway, let's start about with this uh, Staten Island story. The Staten Island story kind of goes back. Uh, This guy, he owns a bar restaurant over in Staten Island, New York. And, uh, when the first shutdown went down, uh, he had to shut his doors and the New York state, they required that you get all the PPE stuff. You spend thousands of dollars on PPE so that you can reopen, but you can only let so many people in the door. Well, he went out and he did everything he was supposed to do. He went out and got his PPE cleaning stuff. He's, he spent a ton of money, thousands and thousands of dollars on, uh, plexiglass and all that type of stuff, he made sure he got the signs and the plexiglass and the cleaners and all the masks and everything else that uh, the uh, state of New York required for him to open. So first of all, he got shut down for a while, lost a ton of money. Then he was forced to spend a bunch of money that he didn't have on uh, PPE products. And then he was only allowed to have so many people in, uh, in the restaurant at any given time. And then he was told that he had to shut down again. Well, he didn't take too kindly to that. So he said, I'm not shutting down. And he went out on YouTube and, uh, he said, look, the people are fed up. I'm fed up. Restaurant owners are, you know, you're killing the restaurant business. We're not shutting down. So he got a letter, I guess, from the health department, I guess, uh, Cuomo sent the health department in over there and uh, I guess uh, he was, they were going to take his liquor license from him. So he went back on YouTube and he said, Hey Cuomo, you want to take my liquor license? It's hanging on the wall inside my restaurant. Why don't you come down yourself? You spineless turd. He might not have said that. I might've added that in. He said, why don't you come down yourself and you can take my liquor license off the wall. If you're a man, well, the next day, I guess, uh, some people showed up, you know, law enforcement just doing their job. They say, uh, they showed up and, uh, arrested him for trespassing in his own restaurant. That's right. He was trespassing on his own property. So they arrested him and they took him into jail. So that was the story as of yesterday. Now, today, uh, there's a large pro- st- uh, protest that broke out on Staten Island by the bar. People are fed up. Uh, the story says protesters endured the near freezing weather on Wednesday night to show their support of a defiant New Yorker bar, New York City bar, uh, that was shuttered by lockdown orders that banned indoor dining at bars and restaurants. The owner of Max Public House in Staten Island decided to two weeks ago that their establishment would become an autonomous zone. Now, wait a minute. Why aren't people like, um, Governor Newsom, why aren't they being arrested? After all, they're violating their own rules. They tell people that they can't go out to restaurants, but yet he does. You know, I've been talking about this for the past few shows. And it always seems to be these, um, I don't know, extreme left liberals. These leftist extremists. You've got, uh, I think she was uh, sitting on, uh, I don't know, uh, the council in LA. She told everybody that it was the worst thing you could possibly do. The worst thing you could do is go outside and eat dinner at a restaurant. And then she got caught doing it that night. And it was the very day they passed uh, the, uh, I don't know if it was an executive order or whatever it was, they said, you cannot eat at a public restaurant, even outside. This was going on in California, in LA. Well, then they caught her that night, that very night, doing exactly what she said was the worst possible thing you could do. Her excuse was, well, it doesn't go into effect until tomorrow wait a minute, you told me it was the worst possible thing you could do, but yet here you are. Oh, well, oh, tomorrow it's the worst thing that you could do. Today it's just fine because you got caught. And then you had the governor of Chicago. He flew himself and his whole family down, or the governor, not Chicago, the governor of Illinois. He flew his entire family and himself down to Florida over Thanksgiving so that he could spend Thanksgiving in a free state. Because his state was locked down because of him. And then he claimed. Oh I didn't know about it. I didn't know there was a lockdown. And then of course you had the mayor of Chicago. She was out protesting with her bullhorn. Screaming at the top of her lungs. Crammed in the middle of a huge crowd. She had no mask on. When uh, they asked her why she was able to do it and no one else is allowed to do it. She said, well, everybody was out there anyway. What's the difference? They would have been there with whether I was there or not. That was her excuse. So it goes on and on and on. And then uh, I think it was, uh, it was a, uh, I don't know if it was a mayor or someone, some politician from down in Texas somewhere. He got on his little zoom ad And he decided that uh, uh, he was going to come on Zoom and tell everybody they had to stay home. Don't go outside. And then they found out that he was broadcasting from Mexico. You know, it was vacation house down in Mexico. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, So there's this big protest going on. The owners of Max Public House in Staten Island decided two weeks ago, I just mentioned that, uh, that their establishment is now an autonomous zone, you know, just like the CHOP or the CHAZ over there in Seattle. And uh, they had autonomous zones all over the country. This this is where these barbarians decided to just take over blocks in a city. And they were going to, you know, make it autonomous. It's no longer part of the United States. We now live in the CHOP or Chaz or whatever it became, you know, those idiots are the first ones. As soon as they did it, they put up big fences around chop. You remember that even though fences, uh, apparently aren't supposed to work. And then at the gates they had armed guards and then they started organizing, uh, kind of a, uh, a currency within chop so that they could sell and trade things. And then they started putting together a police force, all of a sudden, All of a sudden, their little uh, utopian chaz, their autonomous zone, it started to resemble, I don't know, any other town. You had your law enforcement. You had your borders. You had your currency. What a bunch of morons. So anyway, uh, the owners of the Max uh, Public House, they decided, well, they're going to make their restaurant an autonomous zone. So uh, the governor, Cuomo, he can, you know, put it where the sun doesn't shine. Well, they did that in an attempt to skirt the coronavirus lockdown orders enacted by New York Governor Andrew uh, Andrew Cuomo. The bar is located in an orange zone, which uh, stipulates restaurants, bars, cafes, and other food service establishments can provide outdoor dining and takeout and delivery service only. There is a four-person maximum per table. No indoor dining is allowed. Sounds pretty fascist. Uh, the bar attempted to circumvent the coronavirus restrictions by offering free drinks while asking for donations. That's how the uh, the strip clubs get away with it. At least they did back in Pennsylvania, only because I was told. I don't know this from personal experience. <laughs> yeah cuz in order for the ladies i use that term loosely the ladies that were undressing they couldn't get fully undressed if they sold, if they sold alcohol so they gave away alcohol and took donations that's how they skirted the roles. and they still do it happens uh, in a lot of states around the country Uh, Deputy sheriffs entered the bar undercover and noted they observed 14 people drinking and eating around 530. Oh, my. Can you believe this? Can you believe the insanity? There were 14 people. Now, that's less people than uh, Governor Newsom had at his birthday party for his buddy. They had about 24 or 25 people at that swanky uh, restaurant. You remember the one where he lied about it? He said, Oh, gee, uh, we were outside. There was only a couple of people until the pictures showed up. Yeah, can you believe it? I mean, the humanity, 14 people drinking and eating around 530. That's just insane to me. Note the sarcasm. On Tuesday night, the New York City Sheriff's Department raided Max Public House for defying the COVID-19 lockdown orders. Law enforcement shut down the business and arrested Danny Presti, who is the bar's owner, along with Keith McGillarney. Presti was charged with obstructing government ad, uh, administration, according to New York City Sheriff Joseph uh, Facito. Presti was issued a desk appearance ticket and set free later that evening. Lou, uh, Gellermino, an attorney who represents Max Public House, told the Staten Island uh, Advance that Presti was arrested because he refused to vacate his business. And at that point, they considered it trespassing. Trespassing in your own business. That's got to be a first. Call me crazy. But I don't think that's what trespassing means. I don't know how you get anyway. Anyway. Nothing makes sense in today's world. Uh, Quote, I can assure everybody there wasn't a person in that place uh, that was disorderly, disrespectful, or not courteous. Gallarmino informed WABC-TV. Executive orders are emergency powers that are supposed to be short-lived and narrowly tailored. Attorney Mark Fonte, uh, who also represents the tavern, said, we urge our friends in the restaurant industry uh, to be as resilient as possible while we appeal this decision, these sheriff's officers are wannabe cops. Fonte proclaimed. This is what happens when little people get little power. Each one of them. I got to agree with that. Each one of them have, uh, will have to answer to a federal judge. The issuing of uh, summons to an attorney for representing his client will not be dealt with lightly. I would advise the issuing sheriff to lawyer up immediately. I like this guy. On Wednesday, State Senator Andrew Lanza was restrained outside Max public house. Police stopped him from entering the restaurant and said only legal counsel could enter. Lanza declared that he is a free-of-charge attorney, and police asked for a retainer. I got a piece of cardboard, and I drew up a retainer, Lanza told the Staten Island Advance. I signed it. The owner came out and signed it, which is legally binding. Authorities said his retainer was not valid. And he was prohibited from entering the building boy, man. I'll tell you what this is going on in the United States of America. And you can, you can tell me, oh gee, well there's a pandemic. These, this is a a once in a lifetime thing. I don't care. I don't care about your pandemic and neither did the founding fathers when they wrote the constitution, you don't think disease and pandemics were going around. Give me a break. They wrote that our rights shall not be infringed, is what they said. They didn't say unless there's a pandemic. No, they didn't. Uh, I took a step toward the door and they started to grab me and I said, "Okay, I won't go in. Lanza said police officers uh, restrained Lanza and then released him. Uh, The sheriff's department attempted to detain state Senator Andrew Lonza for providing legal counsel to the owners of the bar. Somebody's got to stand up for the little guy. And that's why I'm trying to what I'm trying to do here. The Republican from Staten Island explained. People are frustrated. They're angry. And they're a little defiant, and it's understandable. We respect law enforcement on Staten Island like no other place, Lance told the sheriffs. We also have questions as American citizens. You just took uh, out one of our co- uh, constituents, one of our neighbors, a business owner, in handcuffs. I asked why. By Wednesday night, approximately 2,000 supporters of Max public house showed up for a rally outside the bar that was shut down. Police guarded the pub. And prevented anyone from entering. Uh Joe uh Calderera, an attorney, was at the event and said, People are fed up. Love the energy tonight at Max Public Uh House Rally. He shared video of the crowd chanting open up. Hundreds of Staten Island uh Islanders turned out tonight in support of Max Public House and by doing so sent a loud and clear message to Governor Cuomo. Yeah, but he's not going to listen. That's the problem. He's not going to listen. Governor Cuomo doesn't care. Remember, this is the guy who said that he needed 40,000 respirators. This is the guy who took a bunch of elderly folks with the COVID and stuck them into nursing homes and the nursing homes had to take these people and he wiped out, what, 10,000 people? And yet he still sits Free in the governor's mansion in New York. Not an issue. Jose uh, Juan says, hi from uh, Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. How you doing, Jose? Glad you're here, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, so there you go. That's going on in Staten Island in the United States of America by a governor who uh, may be responsible for killing 10,000 people. Yet he wants to shut down the bar owner who did everything he was supposed to do, followed all the guidelines, but he can't stay open. He can't, he's going to lose his entire bar. Now, uh, hopefully people will rally around him and the generous public will help Donate some money to this guy. Hopefully there's uh, a a GoFundMe or something going on out there. Uh, Anthony Richards says, Tony D, checking in from Philly. What's going on, man? How you doing, Tony D? Hope you're doing well out in Philly. I'm a a Pittsburgh guy. And I could throw out my Pittsburgh accent if you need me to. You just let me know. That's why we do a segment on the show, Jag Off of the Day. Uh, Anyway... Chris Collinsworth. Well, before I do this, uh, before I talk about Chris Collinsworth, I do want to talk about one of my sponsors. And that, of course, is Grayfeather Farm. Grayfeather Farm is a company. They're a small farm and a small company out of eastern Pennsylvania. And they sell all-natural uh, skincare products. This came from Pat Pell back on November 21st. He said, my skin has been so dry for so many years. I lost count of the products I've bought to help. Nothing worked for uh, more than a few hours. Then I tried Gray Feather Farm Crack Attack. In just three days, it's done wonders on my legs, arms, and feet. I recommend it to everyone who has extremely dry skin. And let me tell you something. I actually use the Crack Attack. Actually, it's not here on my desk, but I have a multiple uh, different... Uh, gray feather farm products, but the crack attack I use on my scalp because it doesn't leave any greasy residue. It's fantastic. And out here in Arizona, especially in the winter where the humidity is like 1%, you get dry skin, man. You got to try the gray feather farm products. And if you use the link below this show, you're going to get free shipping anywhere in the United States. And uh, if your order's big enough, I'm just saying, guys, you know, they fit in the stockings real nice for the ladies. If your order's big enough, she may throw some free samples in there for you, too. So check it out. All right, Chris Collinsworth. He stepped in it and didn't realize it. Chris Collinsworth. Now listen to the headline, okay? This is from USA Today. They're, They're so disingenuous, like the vast majority of the media. Chris Collinsworth apologizes for comment about being, quote, blown away, unquote, by female fans, NFL knowledge. Okay. Now, apparently all these women, they got all bent out of shape because let's face it, there are people in this country that do nothing but walk around and look to be offended. Uh, Let's see. Tony D says Cuomo and governor Phil Murphy have taken countless elderly lives by pushing COVID into nursing homes. Absolutely. You're damn right. They did. And they continue to think my shuttering others, uh, or by shuttering others, that's the answer. More damage and uh, the good is happening. More damage than good is happening to one's mental stability, shutting you out of your daily life. You, you got that right, man. You got that right. And uh, there's there was actually uh, a statistic. I, I don't have it in front of me, but there's so many people out there. There's all kinds of domestic violence going on, suicides through the roof alcoholism is through the roof there's people that never drank before that are drinking every day because of this shut in oh but we got to do it because of the covid no nope all right so back to chris collinsworth and again the usa today the headline a little little disingenuous it's been an eventful year behind the microphone for Chris Collinsworth earlier this season, he and a Sunday night football broadcast partner, Al Michaels caught flack for making jokes about being required to wear masks. Yeah, you can't do that now. Yeah, you can't tell those types of jokes. No, because the, the little fascists, they're going to come out and they're going to try to cancel you. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if Collinsworth doesn't show up next year. We'll see. Anyway, uh, they caught flack for making jokes about being required to wear masks throughout their call at Levy Stadium, home of the San Francisco 49ers, at the request of local health officials. With Michaels off this week, replaced by uh, Mike uh, Tyrico, I guess, Collinsworth found himself in hot water once again. During the second quarter of the broadcast of Wednesday's Baltimore Ravens-Pittsburgh Steelers game, Collinsworth said in reference to to Pittsburgh, now listen to this, listen to what he says. Everybody's a fan, referring to Pittsburgh, and I'm from Pittsburgh, all right? And everybody is a fan, Don there at the Stiller game and that. He says, everybody's a fan, in particular, the ladies that I met. Okay, so so far that seems to be like a compliment to the ladies in Pittsburgh. Everybody in Pittsburgh is a fan in particular. The ladies I met, they have really specific questions about the game. And I'm like, wow, you're just blown away by how strong the fans are here in this town. That's what he said. Tony D says, as of August, liquor sales were 76% higher than it was this time the year before. And this is what a state government thinks is okay. Yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay, man. It's bad news. All right. So uh, Chris Collinsworth, he compliments the ladies in Pittsburgh. He's blown away by how much they know about the game in Pittsburgh because he probably doesn't see that in other cities. If you know anything about Pittsburgh and football, it's really all all we had in Pittsburgh. I mean, you didn't go to the game dressed in somebody else's colors. You just didn't do it. You were every seat had a Steeler fan in it. I come out here to Arizona, and it's a joke. When the Steelers played Arizona last year, 90% of the stadium was Steeler fans. It was, it was crazy. That would never happen in Pittsburgh. Trust me. So he shows up, he's blown away. He's like, dang, the ladies here, man, they're huge fans and they know so much about the game. Sounds like a compliment. Well, the backlash online was swift prompting Collinsworth to issue an apology statement posted on Twitter. Yeah. I say it all the time on the John Smith show. That's all they have to do is go out to Twitter and apologize and everything goes away. Now, I don't know if this will go away for Collinsworth because I don't know where he stands politically. If they find out he's a closet conservative, it's over for him. He's done. Now, listen to what he said. His apology is actually more offensive than what he actually said about the ladies of Pittsburgh. He said, quote, today on our broadcast, I made a reference to a couple women I met in Pittsburgh who so impressed me with their football knowledge that I wanted to tell their story on air. So far, so good. He goes on to say, I know uh, the way I phrased it insulted many. I'm so sorry. What I intended as a compliment to the fans of Pittsburgh became an insult. Again, so far, so good even though he shouldn't have apologized because he didn't say anything wrong. You see, in this politically correct world that we live in, there's speech police all around us, but we don't know the rules. We don't know what's right. We don't know what's wrong. I'm not going to walk up to some, some person on the street and ask them what their pronouns are before I can talk to them. Because if you ask me, if you want to know what my pronouns are, I don't want to tell you. I'm not allowed to say because I'm live on Roku right now. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say, "I'm sick about insulting any fan, but especially female fans. Why? Why is it less? Why is it less bad to insult a guy fan, a male fan? Why is it worse to?" Insult a female fan. I think female fans might be offended by that. There may be more women offended by the apology than actually what he said. Because I guarantee you, other than a few, uh, I don't know, left-wing fascist snowflakes that get offended by anything a guy says. You know, there's the old saying that if a guy speaks in the forest and there's no women around to hear him, is he still wrong? The answer is yes. 100% because there's ladies out there that are just looking to be offended by anything and guys too. Let's face it. Anyway, he says, I am sick about insulting any fan, especially female fans and journalists. I know firsthand. Now listen to what he says here. I know firsthand how much harder they have to work than any of us in this industry. They, us, they have to work harder than us. It sounds to me like someone very, very liberal wrote this apology. He says, I was wrong and deeply apologized. No, you weren't. Give me a break. That's probably the most insincere apology I've heard for a long time. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. All right. Let's move on. Chris, you stepped in it. You got to watch, man. You're on TV. You're, you know, you can't, you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore. You got to watch what you say, and it doesn't matter because you don't know what is right and what is not right. Someone's going to get you for something. Uh, Let's uh, Democratic Socialist AOC. She gets destroyed for selling $58 tax the rich T-shirts. How about that? The Socialist of Socialists AOC. She's pushing her merch online. And uh, yeah, you can get a tax the rich shirt for 58 bucks. What a bargain. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, also known as AOC, is a self-declared democratic socialist who's been uh, a vocal critic of capitalism. In the past, she has instructed her nearly 11 million Twitter followers to, quote, resist disaster capitalism. Oh, huh? how about that? Last year, AOC called uh, declaring capitalism to be irredeemable. Hmm. Ocasio-Cortez railed against Amazon constructing a second headquarters in New York City, which was estimated to bring in at least 25000 to $40,000 good paying jobs and nearly $30 billion in new revenue into the state. According to New York, Governor Cuomo, this week the Democratic Socialists fully embraced capitalism by peddling $58 shirts that say, Tax the Rich the $58 does not include shipping and handling. Oh. And I know from my shirt guy, it costs at least eight bucks to ship a shirt anywhere in the United States. And it could be more depending on how far you're shipping it. So she's not only soaking you for almost $60 for this pathetic shirt. I guarantee you she's going to hit you over the head for another t- at least 10 bucks for the shipping. So now you got a $70 piece of crap left wing idiotic t-shirt. AOC's merchandise website indicated that it would cost an additional, there we go, $9.22 to ship the product to my house. There you go. I was pretty close. I was, you know, pretty close. 78 cents off. Not bad. Uh, Bringing the grand total for the shirt to $67.22. Hmm. What about tax? The shop stated that the shirt uh, would ship via the U.S. Postal Service. And ship in one to two weeks, plus two business days in transit. So not only is she a capitalist, she's a pretty crappy capitalist. Pre-orders were being taken this week for the quote gender-neutral fit shirts. Hmm. Uh, So the shirts—I don't—I should—I should have put the picture up. But the shirts we've got: the Green New Deal. Shirt, And it looks like Bigfoot standing out on a rock, looking out over a lake. What a stupid shirt that is. And then she's got her student debt shirt with a big line drawn through the student debt. Because, yeah, students shouldn't be responsible to pay back the loans that they took out. Hmm. I did. It took me 10 years. And I was a better person because I paid off my debt. I actually built my credit so that I could purchase a house. That's how, that's how it works. And now she wants me via taxes to pay off a bunch of other students debt because the debt doesn't just go away. Someone's got to pay the bills and guess who it's going to be. It's going to be me again and anybody else who decides to go to work. And then she's got the sweatshirt tax, the rich, And my favorite one, a little black T-shirt, this is my favorite one of all. It says, drink water and don't be racist. It must be so miserable to be a liberal. I just couldn't imagine having to be a liberal. I'd want to shoot myself every day. It turns out that AOC has an entire merchandise shop where she sells a hoodie promoting the Green New Deal made of 20% polyester for a whopping $65. If you can't afford the expensive long-sleeve shirts, you can purchase a strangely worded t-shirt that says AOC Plus Me for $27. Instead of paying off your student loan, you can spend $27 on a cancel student debt t-shirt. There is was even a perplexing drink water and don't be racist t-shirt for $27. The AOC shop also hawks other swag such as $24 posters and $25 onesies promoting the Green New Deal. A $28 abolish ice hat and $27 tote bag and a $27 mug that promotes AOC. A $27 mug. What's it made of? Marble? You know how much it costs to make these garbage Chinese-made mugs? And that's what I want to know, too. I want to know where these are made. Are these American-made, or is she bringing these in from overseas in China? Because, man, they sure did bash uh, Trump for having his hats made in China. What's good for the goose, AOC? I'd like to know. But that $27 mug plus shipping, it's going to cost you another 6 or $7 to ship that mug. Now you're looking at about a $35 mug that's worth about, I don't know, a buck and a quarter. It pays to be liberal, says Ranger Rob. You're exactly right, buddy. Yeah, because there's what we call liberal privilege. They can get away with Anything. Anything. Unlike our buddy, Chris Collinsworth, he can't even compliment women in Pittsburgh without getting destroyed. Uh, Many people considered the democratic socialist selling products at premium prices to be a little hypocritical and bashed the democratic congresswoman uh, for selling such high priced goods on Twitter. Well, yeah. And she deserved it, but she's the one that's getting rich. She's the one out there making a ton of money. And she's laughing her way all all the way to the bank while her little minions come out and buy her $65 sweatshirts. Oh, God. All right. Well, Chuck Schumer, he's one of my other favorite Democrats. He endorsed Biden's plan to force public schools to allow males in female bathrooms. I mean, is this world, has it completely gone insane? I feel like it's completely gone insane. You got little Jimmy who's maybe in fourth grade and little Jimmy's got some whacked out parents. They've been raising them to be little Julie because they didn't really want little Jimmy. They wanted little Julie, but when they found out little Jimmy was Jimmy and not Julie, they raised Jimmy as Julie. And now little Jimmy's in fourth grade and little Jimmy thinks he's Julie because his mind has been turned in to mush because of his insane parents. So now little Jimmy wants to use the potty with all the other little julies. And Joe Biden thinks that's perfectly okay. And apparently Chuck Schumer does as well. Senate Majority or Minority Leader Chuck Schumer supports former Vice President Joe Biden's plans to force schools receiving federal funding to accommodate students who want to use bathrooms, locker rooms and play sports with students of the opposite biological sex. Quote, Joe Biden said that on his first day of office, he will give transgender students access to sports, bathrooms and locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity in federally funded schools, a reporter stated. Do you think he has the ability to do this and do you agree with his decision? Well, of course, of course he does. He says, I agree with the decision. I know he'll check things out thoroughly. Legally, Schumer responded. In addition to granting transgender students privileges in the bathroom and on the field, Biden had, has also promised to use executive authority to immediately reverse the Trump administration's policies he believes are discriminatory and implement an agenda to advance global LGBTQ rights and development. There you go. So everybody that voted for Joe Jorgensen, man, I hope you're happy with a Biden presidency. I hope you feel nice and warm and fuzzy because, yeah, voting for Trump would have been, you know, I can't do that. He's he's just he tweets all the time and he's just not a nice guy. I believe with I believe in everything he does, because Joe Jorgensen and Trump, man, they pretty much lined up. But I couldn't vote for Trump because he tweets every day and he's kind of mean. So I'm going to vote for Joe Jorgensen so that Joe Biden becomes president. Good logic. I hope you're happy. Some of his proposed changes include enacting the House Democrats Equality Act to legally cement pro-LGBT action or Q. Sorry, I left the Q out. Don't want to leave the Q out. LGBTQ actions including allowing incorporating sexual orientation and gender identity into federal anti-discrimination law, cracking down on the broad exemptions to discriminate through religious freedom, and expand the funeral or the funnel federal funding to programs meant to support LGBTQ communities. Yeah. So if, if you're Christian, yeah, you better start watching your back. They're coming for you. In October, Biden told a mother during his televised town hall that he supports young children choosing to transition and reaffirmed his promise to flat out just change the law to accommodate his agenda. The idea that an eight-year-old child or a 10-year-old child decides, you know, I decided I want to be transgender. That's what I think I'd like to be. It would make my life a lot easier. There should be zero discrimination, he said. Hmm. Yep. So you got little Jimmy. He's going to dress like little Julie and he wants to go potty and with the rest of the Julie's. But yeah, discrimination is somehow going to end. Because what happens is as soon as the teachers and the playground attendants turn their back, little Jimmy's going to get the crap kicked out of him, And then little Jimmy's going to hit puberty and he's going to have all kinds of different feelings. And he's going to look at his disgustingly perverted parents and say, what the hell did you do to me? And then by the 17, little Jimmy's going to be eating the end of a shotgun. I don't mean to be. Ruthless here, but that's the way it works. Biden's comments at the town hall followed his pledge to sign the Equality Act to combat the epidemic of violence against transgender and gender non-conforming people. Quote, my administration will enact the Equality Act to end legal discrimination against LGBTQ plus people. I mean, how long, uh, is that acronym going to get longer? Because I'm about, it used to be LG, I think it was LGB, and then it went to the T, and then they added the Q. Now there's a plus. Expand economic opportunities for LGBTQ plus people. Reform our uh, treatment of transgender and gender non-conforming individuals in our criminal justice system ensure access to accurate identification documents and improve government data collection to better track violence against the transgender community, Biden said. I can't believe he's able to say all that because he can't put two sentences together when he's out in public. How did he come out and say this? I can barely say it and I'm reading it. I don't think he said it. All right, it's 843, I wanna get my next sponsor in here. Uh, Let me grab his brand here and I'll let Ranger Rob tell you all about his amazing Ranger Rob poopy bags. Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob pet poopy bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, this is the John Smith Show. If you want to be a caller, the number is 602-475-2000. You may be listening on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. You You may be watching live on our YouTube channel, SayWhatYouWillRadio. You You may be listening to GoodTalkRadio.com. The show is simulcast every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Or you may be watching live on Roku. Uh anyway, regardless of how you're tuning in, we're just glad you're here. All right. So the world's gone insane. And it just continues to go more and more insane. I like I like Ranger Rob's quote, it pays to be liberal. It certainly does. If nothing else, you've got liberal privilege, you can say anything, do anything, wear anything. Insult anybody, say anything on Twitter. You can lash out against your president for four years, saying the most vile, disgusting things about a human being that you can think of. You never get censored on Twitter. You can say whatever you want to say on Twitter. For four years, you can call President Trump's followers. You can, you know, not even followers, just people that like the guy and, and voted for the guy you can say the most vile, nasty things about anybody that voted for Trump and it's perfectly okay. And then when your guy gets elected, Oh, now it's time for unity. Can we all, can we all get together and, and unite and and be friends? No, you can go right to hell. How about that? How about that? Well, among his first acts, Biden is going to call for 100 days of mask wearing. Oh, isn't that just a delight? Isn't that just a delight? Joe Biden said Thursday that he will ask Americans to commit to 100 days of wearing masks as one of his first acts as president. First of all, you clown, just about everybody in the country has been wearing masks. I don't know, for six months, you idiot. Stopping just short of uh, the nationwide mandate he pushed before to stop the spread of coronavirus. The move uh, marks as a notable shift from President Donald Trump, whose own skepticism of mask wearing, he wore them all the time, you knuckleheads, has contributed to a polar uh, politicization. Jeez, that's a tough word to say tonight. Anyway, of the issue, making the issue uh, politicized. There we go. Uh, that uh, That's made many people reticent to embrace a present, a practice that public health experts say is one of the easiest ways to manage the pandemic, which has killed more than 275,000 Americans. Yeah. Except it, unless you want to go to a bar on Staten Island. Well then apparently the mask doesn't mean anything because we got to shut that bar down. we got to shut it down. Even though he's got plexiglass dividing every single booth and table in the place. He's got twenty-five or I'm sorry, seventy-five. Seventy-five percent of the tables shut down, so only twenty-five percent of occupancy can come in. He's got his little stickers everywhere. He's got his mask mandates. He's got his little health stations. All that stuff, all the PPE you could imagine. But you got to shut them down. So if everybody's gonna wear masks, why then does everything got to get shut down along with it? Is that too much common sense? The president-elect has frequently emphasized mask wearing as a patriotic duty. Oh, now it's okay to be patriotic. I see. I see. But when you wanted to put the country first and close the borders to the illegal Mexicans, or any illegal, as we saw that as a patriotic duty, it wasn't okay to be patriotic then. Then you were a, white nationalist. You see how the the media just twists everything. Wearing a mask is your patriotic duty. Hmm. And during the campaign floated the idea of instituting a nationwide mask mandate, which he later acknowledged would be beyond the ability of the president to enforce. You think? I mean, you think there's 350 million Americans who's going to enforce the mask mandate. Speaking with CNN's Jake, uh, Jake Tapper Biden said he would make the request of Americans on inauguration day. Well, you know what? Sorry. Sorry, Joe ain't happening. Not for this guy on the first day I'm inaugurated. I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Oh, now the mask is now a verb, according to Joe. 100 days to mask. Just 100 days to mask, not forever. Just 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction in the virus. Well, guess what, Joe? Uh, There's been a lot of studies. and, And here's the thing, okay? And I've talked about this before, but a little common sense for you mask Nazis out there. I wear glasses, When I put a mask on my glasses fog up. What do you think causes that Joe or any one of you little mask Nazis out there? What causes my glasses to fog up when I'm wearing a mask? Anybody can raise their hand and tell me it's not a trick question. Just shout out the answer. Like cousin Vinny said, right? My cousin Vinny shout out the answer when you know it. Yeah. It's my breath that's fogging up my glasses. So if my breath is coming up out of my mask, out the top, it's surely coming out the sides and it's coming out the bottom. So what exactly is the mask stopping, Joe? If there's enough moisture to fog up my glasses, I think there's enough moisture there to spread the coronavirus if I have it. I know a little too much common sense on the John Smith show tonight. Uh, Biden also asked uh, Dr. Fauci to stay on in his administration. Isn't that nice? We never saw this jag off for decades. Now all of a sudden he popped up and he won't go away. In the exact same role he's had for the past several presidents as the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the nation's top infection disease expert. Yeah, I might question his expertise. The president-elect said he asked Fauci to be a chief medical advisor as well as part of the COVID-19 advisory team. Regarding a coronavirus vaccine, Biden said he'd be happy to get inoculated in public to take away any concerns about its uh, 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 effectiveness and safety. How do I know what they're putting in your arm on TV, Joe? They could be pumping you full of saline. What the hell do I know? How do I know what you're getting is the same as what I'd be getting? Mm. And if this disease was so bad, again, why are all these left-wing liberals running all over the country to escape their own tyranny, but then they go somewhere else, like either Mexico or they go down to Florida So that they can celebrate with their family while everybody else in their tyrannical states are locked down. Or you got them going to some fancy restaurant and not wearing any masks with 25 people at a birthday party. You see, we're not supposed to know about that stuff. But people carry cameras now. All the time. It's right there on their phone. And then when the, the, when the camera comes out and the pictures come out and they hit the public, then the guy says, oh, gee, I should have used better. I, I should have been smarter. I should have just turned around and went back and gotten my car. People have lost faith. This is Joe speaking. People have lost faith in the ability of the vaccine to work, adding that it matters what a president and a vice president do. In the same interview, Biden also weighed in on reports that Trump is considering pardons of himself and his allies. Is he really? Is Trump really going to pardon himself? Anybody want to take any bets on that? It concerns me in terms of what kind of percent it's, uh, precedent it sets and how the rest of the world looks at us as a nation of laws. and ju- Let me tell you something, Biden. If this was a nation of laws, you and your cokehead kid would be doing life in prison. Don't give me any crap about a nation of laws. Hillary would be in prison. Her goofball husband would be in prison. Don't give me any crap about this is a nation of laws and justice. We know know all about your cokehead son in the millions of dollars that he funneled through the University of Penn. We know all about it, okay? Biden committed that his Justice Department will operate independently and that, what, uh, that whoever he chooses to lead the department will have the independent capacity to decide who gets investigated. Okay, all right. Okay, Joe. All right. One more uh, quick story. Let's, uh, I don't know. This is a good one. Let's talk about this one. Los Angeles mayor's stay-at-home order has many exemptions. Many exemptions. One, the homeless. And two, and everybody listening to this show right now might be happy to hear this, podcasters. Yeah, I said it. L.A. Mayor's stay-at-home order has many exemptions such as the homeless and podcasters. That's right. Yeah. How about the irony in that? I may have to go to L.A. to be safe. Yesterday, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, citing rising COVID-19 cases, said, quote, it's time to cancel everything. That's a quote. With that comment came another stay-at-home order. Just in, this comes from CBS Los Angeles. Just in, Mayor Eric Garcetti has issued a targeted safer at home order calling for all residents of the city to remain in their homes. However, the order comes with a number of exemptions for essential and non essential businesses. People are noticing that there are many, many exemptions. Dave Reagan on Twitter, he says, When will this ever end? Maybe when the only people left in LA are the homeless. And yes, there's an exemption for that. Uh, those experiencing homeless are exempt from the requirement to stay in their homes. Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe because they don't have homes. They also don't have to use the toilet, apparently. They can just poop in the streets whenever they feel like it, wherever they feel like it. And that's exactly what it says. It says those experiencing homelessness are exempt from the requirements to stay inside. Also other major uh, exemptions include podcasting. This comes from Michael Tracy on Twitter. LA. Mayor Eric Garcetti has ordered residents to once again remain in their homes, but with a massive number exemption of exemptions, one of which is for podcasts, which has now been deemed, quote, an essential activity. Well, in my life it is. <laughs> this is so insane. This is so insane. Uh, Charlie Feldman, he says, tag uh, tag yourself in the many exemptions and exceptions of the latest Los Angeles stay-at-home order. I'm podcasting. Hmm. Because of the technical impossibility, doing a podcast from home, I guess. (laughs) This is basically a joke, uh, Rose Gold writes. They have a million exceptions and no way to enforce any of it. Drew Holden says, I'm starting a podcast called, quote, I'm going to my local bar in L.A. podcast. That's a good one. Sam Valley said, come back, Joe Rogan. Mayor Garcetti has deemed your podcast as an essential activity. And then uh, another Twitter writer says, well, at least I know what to tell the cops now. ha. <laughs> And then Prison Mitch, I like that name on Twitter. He says, literally all of L.A. right now. And it's got a picture of Google. And in the search bar, it says how to start a podcast. (laughs) Uh, It's funny, though. The first ad that comes up on that search is Anchor. Yeah, a little shout out to Anchor. Anyway, that's it for the night. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, Tony D, I appreciate your comments. Ranger Rob, I appreciate you as well. Uh, Jose Juan Porras uh, Navarez, I appreciate you as well. Everybody in the the chat room, I appreciate. Until tomorrow night. Thank you. Be safe out there. And God bless